0: So, I want to read the introduction to this book, November 26, 1963, which, of course, was four days, three days after, four days after John Kennedy was murdered. I've read it before, but I think it needs to be read every year because everything that's happened ever since is a direct result of that assassination, whether by design or accident. But we are still paying a karmic debt by allowing his killers to go unpunished. So this is the, uh, the foreword by the illustrator, Ben Shan, each of us wanted to cry out, somehow to express our shock and horror at the assassination of the president. Each of us tried in, to say in con- conversation what we felt, but essentially we were mute. Our gestures were helpless, our impulses somehow to monumentalize those days, to hold them and not let them sink into banality and acceptance. Such impulses were doomed to failure, to that very acceptance which we wanted to avoid. It was shortly after those shattering few days that the following poem appeared in The Nation. I found it extraordinarily moving. It was right in every way. It was modest and unrhetorical. It examined soberly and sensitively uh, just this event in its every detail. Its images were the images of those days, no others. In so sharply scrutinizing his own feelings, the poet has discovered with an uncanny exactness all our feelings. His words have created a certain monument, not pretentious, but real and shared. When I read the poem, I wanted it preserved, read, not lost in the pages of a last week's magazine. I turned it into a book accompanied by the images that it evokes for me. I have hoped, in some small way, to help monumentalize those days, so that we may not so soon become inured to an to an unacceptable violence, a failure, a profound sadness. Ben Sean, and uh, yeah, I don't, I can't speak for anybody else, but I carry sadness to this day, not just for the loss of John Kennedy, but for what we lost, the promise we lost as a country. Uh, I should mention the poet was Wendell Berry. All right, here's the poem. We know the winter earth upon the body of the young president and the early dark falling. We know the veins grown quiet in his temples and wrists and his hands and eyes grown quiet. We know his name written in the black capitals of his death and the mourners standing in the rain and the leaves falling. We know his death's horses and drums the roses, bells, candles, crosses, the faces hidden in veils. We know the children who begin the youth of loss, greater than they can now dream. We know the night long coming of faces into the candlelight before his coffin and their passing. We know the mouth of the grave waiting, the bugle and rifles, the mourners turning away. We know the young dead body carried in the earth into the first deep night of its absence. We know our streets and days slowly opening into the time he is not alive, filling with our footsteps and voices. We know ourselves, the bearers of light of the earth he is given to, and of the light of his, all his lost days. We know the long approach of Summers toward the healed ground where he will be waiting, no longer the keeper of what he was. I think that line we know the children who begin the youth of loss greater than they can now dream. Man, no kidding. I had Just turned 13, two weeks before it happened. And they gathered us in the cafeteria, the whole school, Willard Junior High School in Berkeley, to give us the news. I can still see it. Everything changed that day. And um, we're still... Dealing with it. This is Knox, riding the wild bubble with you forever.